I'm Trudy Kerr and welcome to The Interviewer. In this series, I talk to artists, campaigners, men and women of influence, musicians, performers, sportsmen and women, politicians, businessmen and women, and anyone who shapes the fabric of our society. In this edition of The Interviewer, I'm joined by one man who has left his mark on many, many people, quite literally. Thomas Kauke has enjoyed many roles during his career, but what he is known for these days is as an outstanding artist and a stunning body tattooist. With his business under his own name, celebrities, personalities, men and women have all been decorated by Thomas. Thomas, welcome! Ooh. <laughs> Thank you you like that introduction? I love that. You you like that introduction? Thank you. you. Very kind of you. Well, listen, (laughs) thank you so much for being here with me on The Interviewer. I've never, ever interviewed a tattoo artist before. Mm. You are my first. You're an amazing artist. I've been following you and stalking you. (laughs) You've taken quite a step from drawing and, and tattooing is not like sculpting. It's not like painting. It's permanently making a mark on somebody's body. So how did you get into this? Because you are an artist as well. Uh, I, I, think, I think you should be an artist to get into the tattooing industry. Sort of. it's, it's, one, it's just one method. Like tattooing is, is, a, is a medium. Really, it, it was a journey to tattooing. I started drawing with, with that technique, with the main purpose of ending in, in the tattoo industry. So you knew that you wanted to be a tattoo yeah, artist? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How old were you when you knew that you wanted to be a tattoo? 29. So what did you do before that? I mean, you must have been in a creative industry and you were an artist mm, before that. I, th- I, think, I think you're born artistically inclined rather than an artist. A lot of people are. Um, I used to work in, in gaming. I studied for a, for a technician. I wasn't really good as a technician. Uh, the hope was that I should, I should go to an art school. With my O-levels, really, I got more O-levels than I was predicting. And then the people around me thought that going to art school was a waste of time. And I fell for that. Wow! Yeah, yeah, I fell for that. So, um, hang on, let me go back to that one. Okay. So, you, you went to school, you were successful in your studies, you, you just mentioned you got more O-levels than you expected to, which yeah. is amazing. And people thought that going to art school would be a waste of time. Yeah, 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 pretty much. I mean, I, I still think there are people who think I'm a waste of time. There were educators who pushed my parents to convince me that is a waste of time. That is confusing for me. That is really confusing. And they suggested that I should go to junior college. And I was like, no way. I, stu- I studied hard so, so I could avoid junior, junior college. That's why I got more than I expected. Um, so I ended up in a technical institute. It was a school for, for technicians and it was a very good school. But it wasn't, it wasn't my thing. How then is your journey taking you from going to a technical college or technical studies through to being 29 and making that decision that you're going to change your career completely? What happened? What happened is I ended up in, uh, in the casino. Okay? I loved it. I found passion. Finally, at, at 18, I think, I started as a dealer. I, found, I discovered passion. It's... No, no, no. Hang on a second. You don't just end up in a casino. How did you end up in a casino? I, I wanted to... I, <laughs> this is cool. I wanted to, to quit school, and there was a guy living behind my mom, like a street away from my mom, and, and she asked him if she, he could hand in my CV. I handed in my CV. I didn't even know it was Dragonair Casino. I thought it was Casino di Venezia. And he told me that I'm going to be interviewed as a dealer. I had no idea what a dealer was, honestly. Like, I went there, I've seen, I've seen 
old ladies waiting to get in. And I'm like, isn't men who play usually? Like, what's, what's going on? But yeah, I mean, we were a really good group and most of us were really motivated and we were trying to be better every day. There were the older, the older dealers, the older croupiers who spent like 40 years doing the same tasks and some of them mastered them on a particular level and we were trying to steal from them the moves, like this moves from that guy and that moves from that guy. So it was really exciting times, really. It's another perspective of the world. It's like the dark underworld. But it was really fruitful for me. So then where did your journey take you? Till 29, I worked, I worked in, in gaming still, like changing casinos and then fair play and then online gaming. And then I was asked the question randomly while we were on a cigarette break, if I were to be born again, what would I do? But it was a random conversation, really. And I couldn't answer on the spot. I told her, I'll give you an answer tomorrow. And it was a time where I was already looking at artists, Maltese and foreigners, to see where I'm going to get my tattoo, because now I'm working in an environment where it's tolerant of tattoos, and it's time for me to get one. So my Facebook algorithm was already pushing me to start looking at tattoos continuously. And I'm like, okay, I think that could work, because I'm, I'm going to be 30, and 30 is a milestone. Like, 30, is, 30 is, an, is an age where you start questioning where you should be at the moment. So it was, it was that, really. Like, okay, I think, I think this could work. This might work. But Thomas, you obviously didn't wake up one day and say, today I'm going to be a tattoo artist. What's the process that you have to go through to get into the business, to get into the industry as a tattoo artist? I mean, you obviously knew you were good at art. I am. I'm not a godsend. Like, I have people who I look at and I used to think they are godsend. Today, I think they just work way harder than I do. So, so I'm trying to catch up. It's always like that. But yeah, the process for me was, okay, get out the, the pencils and the paper again. And now it's not with the muse, like they used to tell us when you're 15, like, because eh, you need to be in a muse to, to draw or paint. Now it's, it's, it's technical. Like, okay, we need, I, I need to find the techniques that work and I need to do it every day. So for like six months, I used to come from work and draw at least one hour a day just to remove the idea of the muse. No muse. When you're uh -huh. talking about a muse, you're talking about being whimsical or you're drawing something you fancy, which is not what you do as a tattoo no, artist. No, not what you, I do. You are following an object in front of yeah, you, yeah, a picture, yeah. and you're copying that yeah. to the detail. Yeah, that's the, that's the hope. So you do your sketching for six months after work. Uh -huh. Then what happens? <laughs> Because I'm, I'm really interested, I'm really excited by this. How do you become a tattoo artist? Then I booked, then I booked this, uh, three sessions for my first tattoo at 29, like, or 29 plus. For you to have a tattoo? For, my, for, for me to have a tattoo. Okay. Um, with the hope that uh, I'll spend three days with this guy, I'll show him my, my, my portfolio and convince him to teach me and to work for him. And it happened. Against all odds, it happened. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, so my friends say, like, like they're like, you know that story? That should have never happened. So you walked in to get a tattoo. Yeah. And you booked to have a big tattoo, obviously, that's going to take three days. Yeah. And you turn around to the guy and you're like, by the way, can you, can you employ me? Can you teach me how to do this? Subtler than that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Subtler, over three days you can, you can work around it. <laughs> well, yes, I guess you can. So, so you've learned the, the craft, you've learned the art, but from what I understand, you don't go straight into taking a tattoo 
uh, what do you call this thing that you machine, hold? A, a machine. A and machine. You, don't, you don't go straight from holding a tattoo machine to inking on somebody's body. There's a, what There's do you do a, in the a small gap. There's a small gap where you, where, I mean, you need to know how to draw. In my opinion, there are other ways that are faster and then they promote it to people who don't even know how to draw, which for me is crazy. But the idea is that you know how to draw, then you have this synthetic skin, which is like rubbery latex thick and it offers a resistance. But what that would do is give you an, an understanding of what's happening with the needles and, and the ink and the shades, sort of, and the machine, you, you, you understand. They don't use pigskin anymore. No, I think it's messy. <laughs> I, I've never tried it. I've never tried it. I once read, and I read no, again that, when I was... Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the thing, like pigskin. You use pigskin, everyone uses pigskin, but I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's used. Anymore. I mean, it's pointless to use it today because the alternative is way cleaner, neater, uh, even for you to, uh, to work with, to preserve it. So you've done all your homework, uh-huh. you've done all your sketching, you've been trained by this person who did your tattoo for you, and you've used the synthetic. What was your first tattoo that you ever did on a person? A buddy of mine, and, and I did this skull. I didn't even finish it in one go. It was like an eight-hour thing. Uh, it was a decent face tattoo. That was my whole idea. Like, my face tattoo should be a decent face tattoo. Like, I'm not going to have the scruffy ones. Uh, and before it started, I was kind of shaking. And he's like, relax, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm like, I told him, no, no, I'm relaxed. You should relax. Like, I'm really relaxed. I wasn't relaxed. Like, I, I was, I was... This is your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is, is my friend. Tattoo. Yeah, yeah. And he asked me to do on the, an, an upper arm. And I was like, no way, I'm not going to tattoo you on the arm. We'll tattoo it on upper thigh. So that at least it could be covered, but no way I'm going to tattoo it on the arm. It was a good day. I, I will never forget that. Like, the feeling of that now happens rarely. Like, it happened again last year. I tattooed my brother, first tattoo, probably his only tattoo, because he doesn't even want to do a retouch. It gave me the same emotion, sort of. Like, I was shaking again, and I was sweating, and I'm like, oh, 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 you do this all days, okay? No, nothing is new. It's just the canvas is your brother, but it's the same skin. It's the stuff, is this you know. because if it goes wrong, then you uh, have to live free? Yeah, I mean, there's always that. Again, with the techniques we now use, I mean, it can't really go that wrong because uh, it, it, it's not like you just scribble on on the skin and then ink it. So there's there's a lot of, of information that I can follow on the skin. So you draw on the skin first? No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, so explain to me how this works. I, I usually start from high-resolution images. Okay. Um, and then translate them on Photoshop with, with, a, with a function, and it will give me a mapping system. I will print that on a specific paper. It's like... Like a transfer. Like a transfer paper, yeah. Like a transfer paper. You put it on the skin, and then I have a bigger reference printed so that I can cross-reference with it. I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at the actual image. So I'm moving really, really slowly, little by little. If I started the, a foot on the, on the picture, I'm just focusing on the foot, not even looking at the rest. So it goes really little by little. It, it can't really go that wrong with today's techniques. And, and I, I mean, it's with this system. There are other systems that are, are more adventurous. I'm not that adventurous. 
So how long is it after you did that first tattoo that you could jack in being a dealer at the casino or working at iGaming and, uh, and all of these sorts of things and be full-time a tattoo artist doing what you want and doing what you dreamt of? I spent a year in the, in, uh, in the other studio working uh, while still working at Unibet. Then I think it was six months that I opened my own studio and then, and then it got busier at, at the online gaming and it got busier at work. I had to choose because then you can't give you 100% anyway. Unibet gave me a good chance that I could work three days there and, and do my thing and it wasn't fair for them from me not giving the 100%. So it was time to let go. That yeah. must have been nerve-wracking. That was nerve-wracking. I had the parachute, sort of. You know what? I, it's not like I'm going to risk everything for, for nothing. I had the parachute, something is working, but it's still, it's still nerve-wracking. Like, but you have the biggest smile on your face, so that you're, obviously that was the best decision you could yeah, make. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't regret it for, for a second. I'm really excited for you. Let's talk about tattoos for a second, because okay. you mentioned that there are new technologies. You mentioned the way that you uh, do tattoos. Yeah. But of course, historically... Tattoos have always been, how can I put this, a bit of a rough man's game. Yeah. It's always been, as when I was growing up, you'd think of tattoos as people in the army, people who are sailors, people who are, you know, a little bit rough, and usually yeah. men. Now, as I grew up, you could see that that was progressing and moving on. But has that train of thought, has that stigma disappeared? Or do people still have perceptions about people with tattoos? People will always have perceptions. I'm more than sure. People will. I mean, if you, if you have face tattoos, for example, people, even I ended up judging people with face tattoos, like face hand. If it's shocking, if it's, if, if you put it there to be shocking, it works. Okay. Um, if you're going to a bank and you're an eight year old lady, you would never allow yourself to give money to a guy with hand tattoos. So it, it, I, I believe it will still be there f forever. We have people our age who are against tattoos, heavily against tattoos. Now, now it's infiltrated in society, so, so the point of no return is reached. Uh, we're not going to have people with no tattoos. Maybe in 50 years' time, the new generation, they're like, I'm not going to be like my parents and my grandparents. Uh, but I think it's still, there, there's still a little bit of stigma. It's okay. It's okay. Place your tattoos where you, could, you, you can cover them. You shouldn't put neck tattoo as a face tattoo. Unless, of course, you're Rag and Bone Man, the, the, music, the musician, yeah. who is it's part of his statement. He's got yeah. face tattoos. Yeah. He's got tattoos all down his neck. That is part of him. I always worry for him about what that's going to look like when he's 90. He's <laughs> going to look awesome. Awesome. He's going to look awesome. I'm, you I, think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if, if you can carry them, it's, it's about that. Like, if you have the, the right conditions for you to carry them, it's okay. If you're 18 and you're still going for the interviews, like job interviews, you shouldn't get tattoos where you can't cover them. But do you think that's the case? Because don't you think an 18-year-old would say, well, someone should accept me for who I am, whether I've got a tattoo or not? There are jobs that will allow it. I worked in an environment where, where even face tattoos were allowed, but you will still limit yourself to an amount. Like not all possibilities are now open. And there will be some possibilities that are lost. If, if you're cool with that, it's okay. If, if you're just starting the journey, it's not really recommended. Let's put it this way. So let's talk about this for a second, because people must come into you sometimes and they want some pretty strange tattoos. Uh -huh. And they must ask for, I'm sure, over your career, you've had some strange requests. You've probably had some requests that you didn't like. 
Yeah. Have you ever just turned around and said, no? I do that continuously. I still do that. Uh, the, the, the best part of it for me, it was that I was a part-timer. I was working at the other job. So my idea was if I'm, I'm not going to enjoy this, it's not worth it for me. If, it's, if, if I'm not going to take anything out of it, if it's, if it's a crappy design, if it's a crappy idea, it's, it's my duty. You, you wouldn't go to the pharmacist and ask for a cut of us and he'll give it to you. He'll tell you, no, you shouldn't have cut of us because it will damage your, your kidneys. You should have this instead. So it's my duty to guide you to have a better tattoo. Like what I usually do, uh, I'll invite people to my studio, see what, what their ideas are. If they're lost yet, I'll just recommend Pinterest, for example. I'll tell them, just do, do a full day tattoos, use it in the bathroom. Everyone spends like 30 minutes. I have the allowance of spending a good amount of time. Okay, so use it and, and just save it in that folder. After three weeks, you get an understanding of what you're after, because the first two days you're all over the place. After that, you should create another folder and limit it. You say, okay, these 20. Pinterest will create an algorithm with similar things that you already liked. And that for me is a very good starting point, because then I'll, I'll check that folder out and I'll get a better idea of what you're looking. And then I'll work from then on. That's amazing, but you still must get people coming in and saying, no, I want this. And there are like 300 other artists. There are instances where I'm not really the right guy for that, for that job. For example, if it's, a, if it's an old school tattoo, I recommend people who work in old school. If it's a color tattoo, I'm not a, a color guy. If it's a, a, a style that I can do better, but I know there is another artist who is specializing in the style and can give you a better product, because he's doing it on a daily basis, I would recommend that to you. I feel that information is, is it's important. It's important and I feel obliged to give it. This stuff that I don't like and I don't believe in, I can't put something permanent on you that I don't believe in. It would be very irresponsible of me. Are you unique within tattoo artists? Does, do, do all tattoo artists believe that? I don't think so, no. I'm, I'm from the new generation. The old generation, for sure, they are against it. I've voiced this idea once in the convention and the people who are in this business for longer than I am, they were like, hmm, you shouldn't. Like, you should do whatever the client asks. i like, no, man, it's not like selling pizza. It's scarring them for life. I need to give you something that I believe in. To, if I meet you again, I want you to show it to me. To see how it's healing, first and foremost, to see how it's aging, for me to get some information. And to get that, ah, again, like, ah, I did that. Ah, ah, that makes me happy. That's cool that you take so much pride in your work. And, and that also is what real art is about. I'm a trained graphic designer, so often we have to do what the client wants mm. and not what mm. we want to do necessarily. How does that work out? Well, you get paid for it, don't <laughs> <Yeah>. you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's not going on someone's I body. And if you, you know, someone has yeah. a, a logo that yeah. you don't like, you can just just nah, deny I, that you ever did it. I feel it. frustrated whenever I'm, I, I, um, I had a couple of tasks of jobs. It wasn't jobs, they weren't paid jobs. They were fun jobs for fun people. But when, when they scrap everything you thought of, everything you've worked and, and they do it your way, I'm like, if I'm not getting a kick out of it, it's not even worth it. Not even at a price, it's not worth it for me. I mean, we're here for a very short stay. I have to do what makes me happy. That's the bottom line. 
I love the, your approach to your job. I love your approach to what you do. Let's talk about why people get tattoos because you've obviously met a lot of people, had a lot of people coming and requesting a tattoo. Mm. I know that some people are quite often get a tattoo in memory of someone. Yeah. Maybe it's, you mentioned the 30 years old rite of passage. Well, generally speaking, why do people come to you for a tattoo? I think there are various reasons. The younger clientele, uh, it's more to fit in, I think, to get decorated. Which is very understandable. I, I, it was my approach when I was 18. Like I, I was broke and I couldn't get what I wanted. I'm thankful for that. Um, but still, I wanted to get decorated. There wasn't really something that, that is emotional. A lot of people get it because it's time. Like it's time. It's time. I, I, like, I like that the most. Because you don't really need to have a particular reason. It's time. You've been looking at tattoos for a long time. There are 50 million excuses and all of them are okay. At one point, it's time. There's the, what I call, I don't know if you're going to cut this, but the fuck it moment. You, you can think about it and think about it and think about it and overthink it and it will never get done until that moment. And you're like, okay, it's time. And then it starts rolling and get the tool. There are the, the memorial ones that are more meaningful and I do enjoy them as well. Do you feel more pressure if it's a memorial tattoo? You, I've seen you do tattoos of people, of, of relatives, you know, these sorts of things that, that, that they're associated with that. Is there any more pressure to that? There is pressure every time I'm doing a portrait. It's not, uh, it's not something that, that I really, really en enjoy. There's not much enjoyment in a portrait. There's a lot of pressure for me. If it's something that, that reminds you of that person, there's no added pressure. For me, it's even better because I can listen to your story. Some stories are heavy. Some stories, some memorial stories are heavy. Like it's, it's not easy to sit there five days after someone passed away and getting tattooed and listening to, this, to that story. It's, it's not easy. I don't have any way. I'm not a counselor. I'm not trained for this stuff. Like to do this, I listen. I try to be funny in a very strange time for you, but that's all I, I try to do. You mentioned back there that... Portraits are not necessarily what you enjoy doing. Yeah. What is the tattoos that you really, really enjoy that rocks your boat? There are a lot, really. No? Um, well, I don't know. Portraits, the thing with portraits is if you get one wrong shade, you're done. Okay? You, I don't have, a, I don't have a, a, an eraser. I don't have tipex. You're done. Um, whatever is, is eye-pleasing. For example, at the moment, I'm more inclined to the smaller ones for some strange reason, uh, not the big ones anymore. I've spent like three years doing Renaissance statues. I love them, I enjoy them, it was a good training for me. It's not that I enjoy it. I don't enjoy them, I still enjoy them a lot. Uh, after three years, they become more natural for me, sort of. But at the moment, I'm inclined to smaller ones. New, new artists I've been following, because that's my game. Like I follow new artists, I get obsessed with them, and I st start trying to upsell their stuff. So, so someone walks in and he doesn't have a clear idea of where he wants to take his tattoo. And I start showing him these artists' profiles. Like, check this stuff. See if, if it intrigues you. I'm in the process of, it's not like copying, studying, studying him. Studying him, really. I'm trying to understand what lines he's doing and the shades and, and the, the lack of details. But in the end, it will, it will show even almost more details. So, so I'm enjoying whatever I'm trying to pitch. 
What is the tattoo that you're most proud of? What's the one that you... I mean, I saw recently that you had done a, a lion across someone's back, which is spectacular. Yeah. I mean, I follow you and I see the tattoos and I'm always, always stunned by what you do and you, ha- the you. realism of what you do. But what's the one that you've done that you're like, that was it? I, I hope it's never it. <laughs> but I really enjoy it. The one with, with the foreign tattoos. It's, it's a foreign piece. On this 19-year-old guy, his grandfather owns the the bakery in Slima, and it was them on the same table working out the dough and and putting it in the dough balls. Yeah, that for me was magic. I remember seeing that, and I couldn't quite believe that was a tattoo because that is such a long way away from tattoos, even 20, yeah, 10, yeah, 20 years ago, true. 10 years ago. It's so true. amazing. And of course, that's on your Facebook page and, and your website. People can find yeah, that there. Yeah, yeah. And it's really worth going and having a look. Is there any one person that you would really like to tattoo? I used to fantasize about Enne Borden. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I would have loved to meet the guy and, and give him a tattoo. Like, that was the guy I really wanted. He was an amazing guy. Yeah, yeah. What would you have recommended as a tattoo for him? I, I wouldn't. For most people, what I do is I'll grab their idea and tweak it. But he has a lot of random stuff. I'm not sure if he would have come for something food-related. Probably not. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was eager to see what he would have asked for. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, anybody that you can mention uh, that's uh, well-known here in, in Malta that you've tattooed, that, or, or are you kind of very, very zip about um, I, I, I am discreet because tattoos are tattoos. I never ask for, for permission to upload a picture because that's partially mine as well. Like, it's ours. It's our thing. Uh, but I always ask people if they want to get tagged because we're colleagues and your grandmother, she would not really be happy. <laughs> It's always the grandma, isn't it's it? It's always the it's grandma. It's always the grandma. It's always the So you can't tell me any famous people or well-known personalities in Malta that you've tattooed? Um, no. Uh... Thomas, my last question. This is an age-old debate. Where is the most painful place to get tattooed? It varies from one person to another, honestly. Like, um, for me, it was the calf. Because I have... Yeah, yeah, for me, it was really, really, really painful. Inner ties, I don't have inner ties tattoos, but those are, uh, you, you, see, you see people changing their, their facial structures. Armpits, I've never tattooed armpits, but I can only imagine how that would feel. Ribs, but again, I mean, what, what I've realized, um, it, it's people who, who got hurt a lot when they were young, they have a higher tolerance for pain. Like, I didn't get really hurt. I didn't have stitches. I didn't have any broken bones. For me, tattoo, my mind will, will, will read it as intense pain. For someone who had, like, like pins in, in their bones and stitches all over their body, they're like, uh, okay, this is okay. This is an you see, okay this, pain. this will explain, because I was told that the wrist, the wrist is, is quite a painful place to it have. Is. I'm the most accident-prone person that you've ever met. I've had every single broken bone that you can imagine. Didn't hurt at all. And you're a girl. You're built for way more than tattoos. I love you, Thomas. Thank you so much, so much for being on the interview. I'm looking forward to coming to you and having a tattoo. Uh, And you've been an incredible guest. Please keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting. I was really, really hoping that this would happen someday. So you check that off my list. Thank you.